Hey, you know, it's all good. Oh, hold up, dog. I'm watching a fucking badger eat some prairie dogs. No! <laughs> well, we can't do the show now. Blake's watching this fucking badger go. This badger? And these prairie dogs are standing up with, like, their little arms out like prairie dogs do, and they're like, shit. Yeah. Watching this badger. And the badger's just like, Hufflepuff! And it's attacking them. You don't get a house, prairie dog. <laughs> Welcome to Fight Boys, ladies and gentlemen, the weekly show about professional wrestling and not-so-professional wrestling. I am your host, Scotty Moore. And it's me, the Badger Boy, Blake Tanner. <laughs> the Badger Boy! Now, how much of... There's no Dylan to save you this week, Blake, so you will not be able to play Minecraft or watch a lengthy, I'm assuming... History Channel documentary on badgers. It's the Smithsonian Channel. Thank you so much. It's not teaching you about the history of the badgers. They're like, in, in 1478, Badger Hitler came, and then... No, do you know why? Because badgers have always been, and badgers will always be. The badger there was, the badger there is, and the badger there ever will be. Brett the Badger Heart. Thank you for bringing this back around to wrestling somehow. Yeah, I had to. Uh, so wrestling happened this week. and Did it. We tried our best. Since we didn't have Dylan, I was like, well, why don't we have a woman come be the first ever uh, wrestling podcast host on a show? And then we were like, oh, wait, no, we don't have any women. So sorry, Renee's going to have to be your one get this week. Also, uh, there are plenty of wrestling podcasts that have women on them. I don't know what you're talking about. Shh. You don't know. You don't. It could be the fight girl. We could finally have a fight girl on the show, but no. Which, by the way, I think I finally converted a fight girl in the form of Emily. Because last week we went up to Birmingham and we were, we were going to go see Black Klansmen. And then my dad messaged me saying, hey... You know Raw, or not Raw, but a live show's happening in Birmingham tonight, right? No, wait, wait, what the fuck? And they're like, yeah, Eric, my, um, I guess kind of brother-in-law, technically cousin-in-law, um, yeah, he got front row tickets because of the military, which I didn't know you could do. Uh, they got they got free front row tickets, at which point I messaged Emily just like, we have to go, please, please can we go? <laughs> She's like, okay, sure, fine. I managed to get... Very decent floor seats for $15. So, apparently WWE Live is not as hard of a get as I thought it was. No, from everything I've found, it's it's not that hard to get. No, um, but it was a Raw House show, which made me a little bit sad. I was like, oh man, that means all I have is Kevin Owens to look forward. There wasn't even Elias. All, the only Elias I got was a Snickers commercial, and that was it. Elias, you're not Snickers when you're Snickers. Eat a Snickers. Hungry. Uh, hungry. So we went to the show. We arrived kind of late, which, I mean, back in the day, I would have been like, oh, man, we're so late. I'm not going to be able to get any sick merch. Any sick $35 shitty merch. <laughs> that you can buy online for 
less lot, money. Much less money. So we got there a little bit late. We found... But uh, God, there were so many Roman Reigns vests. <laughs> no, they didn't. They did not have Roman Reigns vests. Um, which <laughs> oh, no, they just salty. rebranded them as shield vests again. Yeah. So we got there. We saw Eric. We saw my nephew. We all kind of hung out for a few. Then we went to our seats, at which point I realized, like, why are these $15? They're very good seats. Because um, ain't nobody else there. And then first match of the night, Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin. And what should have been just like a feel-good opener. And then after the match, Baron beat the shit out of Finn with a chair and said, this match is restarted. And it's now no DQ. Hits him with a chair and pins him. At which point, Emily, who I don't think fully has grasped what wrestling is about, is just like, well, that wasn't very sportsmanlike. Why would he do something like that? <laughs> oh, well, oh, gee, oh, geez, Mr. Scotty. That just wasn't the most sportsmanlike thing at all, was it? She's like, I didn't like that guy. I'm like, good, that means he's doing his job. Wait, what? Yeah, there are good guys and bad guys. Wait, what? <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, match, I, and then match two is when she finally really got into it. It was the first ever title match of the night, which, of course, for me meant, oh, good. I know Cedric Alexander's gonna win this, so I don't particularly care too much. Um, but it was Cedric versus Buddy Murphy, so I started chanting Blake. I chanted Blake a lot, and that was it. He, uh, Mur- yeah, Murphy's still a thing, isn't he? Yeah, he is, and he's on 205 Live, despite, he's like 206, I think, and that's an angle. But that was the first time where Emily, like, had her hands clasped like a maiden who hopefully is being saved from a dragon. Just like, yes, do it, Cedric, yes! And I was like, she's getting it. She's getting it. Uh, After that, we had the team of, who the fuck was the other? It was Mojo Raleigh. At which point I'm like, why? Oh, yeah. It's Mojo Raleigh and Jinder Mahal against uh, the newest thrown-together team on Raw of glorious Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. And my Also highlight... known as, man, that makes me sad. Yeah. Meanwhile, all I got out of it was getting to chant glorious. I sung along, and no one in the crowd seemed to. They were just like, glorious! All right. Now we're just going to see. Victorious! The dude behind me was the fucking best. Because, like, you don't get... I don't want to say real fans, because they are real fans. But they don't... You don't get fight boys kind of people who are like, let's just talk shit for a while, man. Y'all want to talk about this? Hey, have you seen the Elite? Be the latest being the Elite? No, you don't get that. Instead, you get a guy behind you who's just like, man, fuck him. Bobby Roode's a lot smaller than he is on TV. I swear, <laughs> I think... I think camera's decent into him, man, because Bobby Roode looks tinier. Like, every... It didn't matter who the fuck came out. Braun Strowman came out for the main event. He's like, Braun, don't look as fucking big. I'm like, you mean that massive mountain who's just past us made of flesh? Uh, no. He's giant. He's like, no, not as big as he is on TV, man. <laughs> Listen so here. you were in with the, uh, the drunk redneck crowd that... Once they start seeing a show, they're like, I could take him. I could do that shit. Oh, no. That was the woman a row in front of me. Like a few seats, luckily enough, down to where I could ignore her. Where during the show, dead silent, but beforehand where they show like the videos to get you hyped up. They'd show like Elias and she's like, no one cares about you, Elias. Fuck you. I don't care. And then during the show, 
totally silent. So I don't know if she got kicked out or what, but she was so quiet. Anyway... I, anyway. That's also one of the things, like, I don't care about you, even though I clearly care about you because I'm yelling. Yeah. Uh, back to Glorious Gable versus Mo- Mojo and uh, Gender. Well, that match ended, and uh, <laughs> then on to the next match of the night, which was um, a triple threat for the tag titles, at which point I'm like, oh, cool, we're going to get B-team... Uh, Dolph and... I, I thought it was going to be B-Team, Dolph, and Mac McIntyre, and then, of course, The Shield. That way, your end of your first act, you get to see The Shield, and then the end of your second act, you'd see Shield in the form of Roman. No, Blink Tanner. What I got to see was the B-Team, which, by the way, chanting, B-Team, B-Team, go, 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 almost throughout my voice. I, I got to see McIntyre and Ziggler... Ah, yes, Blake Tanner, he returned for probably one tour only, Matt Hardy, and your your boy flew out of the seat, because I was like, Matt's retired, Matt's never coming back, and then I heard the, ah, yes, and then I, I fucking sprung up, they had to peel me off the roof of the BJCC, I was so hyped for those two coming out. Apparently my nephew wasn't, however, because he was very spooked by those two. <laughs> oh. And th- that was probably my match. Like, none of them were a particularly deserving of match of the night. Like, in all honesty, if I had to give that out, it would go to Strowman and Roman in the main event. That was a really damn good match, surprisingly. No, I can see those two putting on a really good match. I can just never see a satisfying ending that I would be happy with. Yeah. Um, so, that match ends, it was actually very good, it had some good comedy spots, some good fun stuff back and forth. Oh, I I mean, I didn't mean to say this during the, um, Bobby Roode match. It was my first time ever getting to see Emily experience a hot tag, and it was so beautiful, because I'm like, wow, they're keeping Gable out for a long time. Oh, that's setting up for the beautiful hot tag. And every time he got close, Emily would, like, clench her hands again and be like, yes, go tag him, tag him, please! And I'm like, got her i got that ass um so triple threat ends mcintyre and ziggler win and then we go to the break the 15 minute intermission and i go up to see my nephew and he is not fucking happy <laughs> and I'm like, what's the matter buddy and his dad is just like well no one's high-fiving him because like they're in the front row and i'm like mm. no one no one's high-fived him yet yeah yeah no one's come by and high-fived him and also, he was very spooked out by Matt Hardy. And I'm like, well, that's understandable. And I, that's when my and inner... And that's when you said, good. <laughs> that's when my inner uncle kicked in. And I'm like, well, I got to fix this fucking kid's day. So, Blake, I sat in the fucking merch line. <laughs> and his favorite wrestler, because he's basically me incarnate, is Kevin Owens. But they had no KO merch, which pissed me off. No KO merch to be found. So instead, I'm like, well... What can I get him that would guarantee him a high five? The fucking universal title. Not the $200 one. They did have the $30 toy one. So I bought him one there of the toy. I bought him one of the toy titles. Afterwards, I brought it back to him and tried my best to kind of clever. I was like, hey, man, last time me and you wrestled, who won? He's like, you did? I'm like, shut. No. What the? F- Why would I beat you? That makes no sense. That wouldn't further any storylines. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, you won. And he's like, I did? Yeah, and see, I've got the belt, so I'm the champion, but if you pin the champion, what does that make you? 
I don't. And then he just stared at his iPhone. I'm like, fucking just. And I just threw the belt at him. Take the belt. And that is a story. Damn it, kid. And that's a story to be concluded at the end of the show. Um, so we sit back down and we get KO versus Zack Ryder and with a result that's obvious. And the whole time... Oh, Zack finally got one? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> and the whole, the whole time I have this inner panic because Kevin's his favorite wrestler. And all I can think is, I just need Kevin not to heal out on him. I need Kevin not to heal out on this motherfucker. Because Kevin came out and cut the best heel. He was nothing but just being like, Birmingham sucks thick. My best friend Sami Zayn was forced to live here for a few months while his arm got rehabbed, and he said it was the worst town he'd ever been in. And I was like, oh, good. Actually, when he said it was the worst town he'd ever been in, I I from behind him went, SCU! <laughs> um, so I do, that... I do love the fact that someone actually brings up the fact that this is where all the injured wrestlers go. Yeah. Well, my favorite... What what pissed me off about it is, like, Zack's finisher, the Rough Rider, is a leg lariat, which, for me, sets up the perfect reversal into the pop-up powerbomb, because Zack has to pop up to fucking leg lariat you. So he pops up, and then Kevin just shoves him down. Nah, they didn't do any cool spots like that. Just pop-up powerbomb win. Um, and then, this is when I finally had to teach Emily how bad the WWE treats women wrestlers. Worse than Dylan treats women wrestlers. Because... He is not here to defend himself. <laughs> no, because, you know, full show. You could have easily had, like, Alexa versus, I don't know, Natalia or something. And, like, a really good one-on-one -on -one match. And then a tag match of Riot Squad versus Bailey and Sasha. No, instead, we got a shitty four-on-four -four match with literally just puking out the roster. Puking out the entire women's roster. And I was like, cool, I got to see Ember Moon, I got to see a lot of that. And at one point, I looked at Emily, and she's like, why aren't you enjoying this? I'm like, and then I explained, like, because this is just the only time they could put women on the show. You don't think they could have split this apart? And then she just went, that's fucking bullshit! And I'm like, yeah, I know, mm -hmm. right? So it's kind of like how the men were booked on Raw circa 2014. Yeah. So then cut to main event, Roman versus uh, Braun, which fucking standing room only. Everyone was standing, which I felt bad for my very short girlfriend who could not see a damn thing. Uh, she f was so small that also I loved that. I was like, you know how this match is going to end, right? No. Why would I know that? How would you know something like that? And I'm like, look. Two guys are gonna come out, beat up the beat up the Aquaman, and then two <laughs> other people are gonna come out and save him. And what I was hoping was gonna be was a three on three. You'd have McElroy, McElroy. You'd have what? Uh, yeah, you'd have Griffin and Travis McElroy <laughs> teaming up with Braun Strowman. No, you'd have McIntyre, Ziggler, and Braun versus the Shield. That didn't. That's not what we got. Instead, we got Shield came out, saved him, and then they put um. They tried to put Ziggler through a table. Table did not break. And then they put McIntyre through a separate table because they were like, we got to redo the spots. Send home people home happy. And at one point, Emily was just like, when the fuck did a table get in the ring? What happened? And I'm like, yeah, that was like five minutes ago. I don't know how you didn't notice that. I guess that reminds me. I guess that's why I heard the other night when I was walking down the streets of Birmingham 
I just heard it in the distance. I am the table. Yeah, exactly. That's what it was. Um, and then cut to the end of the night. Everyone's getting ready to leave. And so I'm like, I need to make sure this motherfucker had a good night. I need to make sure someone high-fived this son of a bitch. So I walk up. And he's holding that universal title. With a very recognizable signature. Oh. Did it. Did it. Did it. God. I I was already the Roman boy. I am now 100%. I can't say a bad word about him now. He supported my family. He gave my boy a good night. I can't be shitty about Roman anymore. Well, if it helps, I can still be. Yeah, you guys are going to have to pick up the slack. This is like when John Cena gave me a handshake for wearing a Matt Classic mask. This is my turning point, my dude. Because apparently Roman went over, talked to him, signed the thing, high-fived him. And also apparently Natalia tried to high-five him. And he liked that. And then she went for a hug, which uh, 2014 Scotty would have blown up. His head would have exploded if that had happened. Uh, but he got very scared from Natalia trying to hug him. Like, don't let her take me, Dad! <laughs> the Canadian woman's trying to take me. I would let the Canadian woman take me, yes. I would very much let the Canadian woman take me. I'm sorry. Um, so in other news, Ric Flair got married. Oh, oh did he finally get married? Yep. To, the, to that lady? Um, yes, to uh, Wendy Barlow, also yep. known as Fifi the Maid in WCW. Yep, that's her. I, I've met Fifi the Maid before. When I met Rick that one time before he ran out. We need to talk. We don't have enough time right now, but we need to talk about that on the show one time when I went to see Ric Flair and then he promptly fucking left and saying, fuck this. It wasn't my fault, but it might have been. Um, and yeah, Fifi was there. So that's awesome. Can you tell us about the ceremony? Were you there? Um, I wasn't, but Dolph Ziggler and The Undertaker were. Uh, were they together? Was Hold on. <laughs> I like to think Taker got invited and Ziggler was his plus one. He was like, come on, man, I want to go. Let me go, Taker. Well, uh, Dolph got a phone call, actually, and the only thing he heard on the other end was... <laughs> Sorry, I had to clear out my throat. Dolph. What? Drive me to the Ric Flair's wedding. Now, see, here's what I like. I want a Wedding Crashers-esque movie featuring those two. <laughs> Nikki, of of I need you to drive me there. Of course Dolph is, uh, is Owen Wilson. There's no one else he could be. What? Wow. Wow. I'm the tag team champion. Wow. Um, also this week, I got to listen to the Jericho podcast about All In, and holy fuck! Oh, I listened to that yesterday. That's buck wild, dude! The minute he was like, you know, we told Pentagon to bring another outfit, but we kind of should have... that. We should have told him the same outfit, because we had to go spray paint Pentagon's gear gold. <laughs> and it's like, it's one of those things where, after even after that, you have to think, does he even own two of the same outfits? Mm-hmm. Well, my favorite was when, uh, apparently, when he says Matt Jackson was like, we have to pay for his outfit now. And Jericho goes, no, fuck no, you don't. He can sell that on eBay, $2,000. Like, $2, He'll get it all. <laughs> oh, he said something like $20,000. And I'm like, Chris, 
Chris, Chris, please, Chris. You're not talking about your light-up jacket that Dean Ambrose destroyed. Man, Chris, I still love the dude in the Bullet Club shirt who, like, tried to sneak a photo, and then they tracked him down and were like, delete that shit now, and he's like, okay. All right, you got me, man, you got me fine. I want to know what a dude in a Bullet Club shirt was doing in Chicago on the day of All In and got, got there after the show started. That's some dumb shit right there. Yep. I mean, now, that being said, he was on the same plane that Jericho was on. Yeah. Well, there, it wasn't like he was doing a run-in. This wasn't some dude coming in to run in on the show. No, but he he was there late as well, so, like, well, he got there after the show started, just yeah. like Jericho, because Jericho was going to be there before the show started. No, no, he he, he specifically made sure... I think he said he specifically wanted the plane to get there after the show started. That way, nobody would be out. Like, nobody. Because, like, that makes a little bit more logical sense because everyone will be in the arena for All In, so no one's going to be out to see him. Except for one lonely fan, Greg Simmons, who is like, I'm going to take pictures of Jericho. Now, I'm also willing to bet that there are probably a bunch of people who fall into the Venn diagram of fans of the Bullet Club and people... That didn't get tickets for All In. No, actually, wait. Oh yeah, I'm just kidding. The update right now it says it was a six foot five gentleman by the name of the Dylan. <laughs> he was like, "I'm gonna make it, guys." Is that why he's not here this week? Is he still in Chicago? He got detained by customs. Chicago customs. More like Jericho customs. Jericho customs. Did you read about AJ Styles? And them trying to pitch a name change to him. Oh, yeah. Trips, he was all like, so, uh, we might have to change your name. Uh, well, like- that's all right, but I got this huge AJ tattooed on my side, so. <laughs> yeah, like, AJ built in the ultimate, like, the only thing that would have been better if Sami Zayn was just like, well, I do have El Generico written down one of my biceps, so... Good luck. As a matter of fact, the the mask, this is not a mask, it is my face. Mm-hmm. See, KO actually got the reverse treatment, because I think he has Owen tattooed on him, so they're like, that's your name now, it's tattooed on you. It's like, that's not how it works, unless you're Grado. <laughs> oh, man. Mm. Also, can we just say, fucking Joe. Joe has been killing it on this, in this entire rivalry. He has just been wrecking it. Oh, I love me some Smojo. Smojo. Oh, man, like, the story time this week was just sinister enough that I'm like, yeah, that's gonna fuck some shit up. I'm willing to bet that'll get me somewhere. Oh, yeah, that's gonna, oh, that's really gonna get my nephew nightmares. That's, (laughs) oh, yeah, if only. I want to go to a SmackDown. I'd rather do, that was, because honestly, I was like, I don't know, I do kind of want to see Black Klansmen. Should I do it? Because, I mean, Raw, I'll only want to see one person, and then SmackDown, I'd be like, I'd be there for five billion people. Yeah. Rusev Day, AJ, everybody. I mean, you might get another chance to see um, Becky Lynch in uh, Black Wig. Oh, Becky, Becky. Yeah, you, you forgot. I forgot for a minute the number one reason to go see SmackDown is Becky. Dang right. Dang right. Dang right, son. But you know the only person who I would care for more than Becky Lynch? Our patrons, plural? 
our lovely patrons over at patreon.com slash a load of BS. That's right, patreon.com slash a load of BS is where you can support the entire BS network. You get access to our exclusive Discord, and you get shouted out on the show every single week. You get to choose if you want to get shouted out on BS, shouted out on Opposite Tractions, or shouted out on Fight Boys, like the Fight Boy himself, Ghazi. If you want to join Ghazi, you can join them all over at patreon.com slash a load of BS. And now, it's time, Blake. It's time, before we go to hell, to go to uh, Twitter hell. <laughs> oh, God. Twitter is hell. Twitter is, for what we've made Twitter hell for one man. <laughs> and that man is Chuck Taylor, because it's time for Dist Watch. But before we tweet at him, let's see. I did fuck up a retweet, which was, he said, I am very strong. And then I said, guys, Chuck is very strong. Wait, I, shit, I mean Dustin. Damn it, wait, why can't you edit tweets? This is bullshit. Dustin's strong, man. Um, Let's see what else. I'm, I'm heavily into fashion. Quality tweet. Yesterday he he tweeted, "See, seeing how bad most wrestlers are at acting, it's a fucking miracle that three major wrestlers have turned into successful current actors." Yeah, I wish people would have told me I'd never achieve my dreams when I was younger. I would have listened, listened, and not wasted all this time. <laughs> That's good. This, this pick is the only thing that matters to me in this world, and it's just a picture of a little baby pug. All right, hey at sexy Chucky T. I hope one of those three wrestlers you mentioned that were good actors was Roddy fucking Piper. Yeah. Well, no, well, hold on. I think he said current, which is a little bit different. <laughs> no, three major wrestlers have turned into successful actors. Oh yeah. Hey at sexy Chucky T. We're not feeling too creative this week. Please just fucking follow us. Okay, I'm fucking sitting over here trying. <laughs> and if we're gonna do that, then you don't need me for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Hashtag just watch 2018. <laughs> it's gonna be a sad day when that 18 rolls over to 19, which would be three consecutive years of dust. Yep, one. and you know what? Dog shit tweets like this are why we ain't getting that follow. I'm just saying. Look, I don't. It's because I don't want Dylan to be he, not to be here the day we get followed. It needs to be a triumphant threesome of the three of us just being like, we did it. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> No, I'm still afraid that one day I'm going to look down at my phone and it pop up Chuck Taylor's Follow the Fight Boys. And I'm like, he did it on a fucking Sunday in the middle of the... T What's wrong with you? This... <laughs> is, is that how Twitter follows work? Does it tell you who specifically follows you every time you get a new follow? Yeah, it will. Uh. If you set up the right things and... Believe me, my phone will tell me. My phone is set up to be like, Chuck did it, man. You got the Chuck. Yes! Oh, but Blake... What if someone were to unfollow you and then follow you again? Would you keep getting notifications? Possibly, but don't start doing that to me right now. I mean, I guess we can test this theory as you take my phone to hell, but speaking of... Oh, wait, hold on. 
Pat, Blake, and Tanner followed you back. I only got one, though. So, uh, it's now time to go to hell, Blake, Tanner. And what seems like the shortest card we've had in a very long time. Most of the shows are usually like 500 matches long. And then finally WWE was like, hey, maybe not. Hey, did you ever think maybe just don't? Could we not? Can we just get a nice three-hour one mm-hmm. for once? Yeah, and then also I do have Dylan's picks that he submitted earlier today. So I guess we'll go down the same line that he did, which is uh, Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella versus The Miz and Maurice. It's, uh, a, it's a toughie. Yeah. That's a, hmm. See, for me, this is not the place to have pulled this trigger. I would have done this at, like, Survivor Series, and then this one be Miz versus Daniel Bryan in Hell in a Cell. Because someone brought this up earlier today. They were just like, usually this is good because you have a lot of matches going into it that deserve this stipulation. And I'm like, there are a lot that they just decided, ah, fuck it, they don't need this. But we will give it to Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton. Those two seem to need this. I guess... I don't know. I'm just going... Hold on. Who won it? Oh, are you about to flip a fucking coin over this? Alright, evens. I'm gonna go with uh, Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. And odd, it's gonna be the Miz and Maurice. And I'm rolling a fucking D20. Welcome to the laziest episode of... Uh, natural ever. 20 wait a nat 20 that uh that means daniel bryan and brie bella are going to win um and i believe that's also what dylan had i am gonna give it to Miz and maurice i'm gonna be the disagreeer here okay be that way uh Fine. Dolph dolphin dolphin drew versus seth and dean ambrose in a match that they got by threatening to arrest Baron Corbin for, I'm not sure why. They're <laughs> just like, we're gonna arrest you unless you give us a match. And with this one, because I feel like I know the result of the main event as well, I'm gonna say the the Dolphin teams win it. Dolphin Drew. Yeah, based on my prediction for what happens at the end of the night. I will say that they they will be the champions. Yep. No, uh, retaining. And then, of course, Dylan... They will still be the champions. Yep. And then, uh, Dolph, er, not Dolphin, Dylan actually said Shield. So we got a, another disagreement right there. Um, Jeff Hardy versus RKO in one of two Hell in a Cell matches. I, I mean, Jeff is just going to disintegrate halfway through. And, like, that's going to... That's how they booked it, right? Jeff's gonna lose his bones. He's not gonna have bones after this match. And the worst thing is, it was originally going to be a hair versus bones match, but Orton ain't got no hair. Yeah. (laughs) I ain't got no bones. Um, I'm gonna say Randy. Wait a minute. What the fuck? They could have easily made this a much more exciting match by making it for the U.S. title and putting Shinsuke, who is not on the card, in this match. Of course. It's gonna... It's gonna be Randy Orton, so... Because after that, Orton's probably gonna feud with Nakamura and... Fuck. No, I think... 
Ah, shit, because I don't know AJ versus Joe, but this would be a good heat seeker for Randy to go into a world title feud. Yes, but I would also hate the fact that he's interrupt- he'd interrupted Nakamura for weeks and nothing came of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll give it to RKO. Uh, <clears throat> the New Day versus Rusev Day. It's the battle of the days, Blake Tanner. Oh, fucking no, man. I'm sticking with New Day. Dylan has Rusev Day, and also he had Orton as well for that previous match. Mm. Well, Dylan was kind of forced to pick Rusev Day, I think. Yeah. (laughs) No. I'm gonna stick with the New Day. New Day? Yeah, Yeah, I've got New Day as well, and then he has Rusev Day. Uh, Charlotte versus Becky Lynch in what should have been a Hell in a Cell match, but fucking isn't. Of course. Um, do we finally give it to Becky here, or do we hold off even further to build it to a big Survivor Series victory for her? Hmm. I would say... Maybe. Um, hold on, let's see what Dylan picked. Dylan, be our oracle. He has Becky. I'm gonna go with Becky as well. Are you rolling those fucking bones again? Oh. So, I rolled a four, and that means I'm going with Becky. Okay, so that's Los Trace Beckys. Um, Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss for the Raw... Another match that could have easily been Hell in a Cell. Uh, for the Raw Women's Championship. Yes. Ronda. Yes. <laughs> that's it, just Ronda. Yeah, Ronda. And Dylan also fucking had Ronda. Uh, AJ Styles versus Joe in probably my hardest pick of the night. And that is a really hard pick. Yeah. Joe, I'm I'm just gonna throw it out. Dylan had AJ, I'm gonna take Joe. And I'm changing it to Charlotte. I'm changing my Becky pick. I don't want it to be Charlotte, but it's Charlotte. Okay. No, I'm going with Dylan on this one. I still, still think it's gonna be AJ. Yeah. Um, because it, what, my thing is, one of those two is going to be the big title change. Charlotte, Becky, or AJ, Joe, and I, I think Joe would be a better one, I think, personally. <laughs> oh, you sweet summer child. <laughs> um, and then finally, in our main event of the evening, Roman Reigns. da 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 I pick Roman. Roman versus Braun Strowman and Mick. You you don't think Mick Foley, also known as fucking Santa Claus, could turn heel on Roman Reigns? <laughs> no, no, it's fucking Roman. I mean, it's definitely Roman. The only thing that would make me enjoy this is if Braun actually did throw Mick Foley from the cage. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we got. Uh, Trace Romans, because Dylan said it as well. And that's... Oh, wait, you know, that might change my prediction for the Jeff Hardy match, because you can't have two people's bones disintegrate on one pay-per-view. Yeah, you gotta pick one person's bones. No, Mick don't have bones left. He's just got Wolverine titanium shit all inside of him. Son? What? Wolverine's bones are made of adamantium. 
No, I know, but I'm saying Mick Foley's bones are made of titanium. You just said Wolverine's bones were t- titanium, son. I'm sorry. It's let okay. Me, let me repeat the true, actual, truthful fact of the evening, and that's Mick Foley's bones are made of titanium. <laughs> no, They're I'm... actually vibranium. That shit's real. <laughs> Mr. Foley, we are going to help you today. My sister is going to put you back together. Get this man a shield. <laughs> Get this man a sock. Oh. Did somebody call for a shield? Did it. Did it. Did it. Oh, fuck me. Why didn't the internet not... They probably did it a while ago, some other time, maybe when they reunited last time, but fuck, why did they not make a get this man a shield thing when, like, Roman was getting beat down by Braun or something? I don't think that movie had released by the first time they got back together, did it? Hold on a sec. (laughs) Welcome to Meme Watch 2018. Well, Roman Reigns, get this man a shield. Um... Nope, first picture I get is just fucking The Rock holding up Roman's hand and looking very sad. Oh, yep. Blake, are we me- were we meme creators now? Because apparently we're the first ones to come up with this. Alright, get it done. Well, I mean, I think we've missed the opportunity at this point. Go on and make it. <laughs> just make it. One <laughs> <laughs> of the pictures that I searched for is just it's Roman Reign and the Usos in shield vests and they have face paint on oh I've seen that one before it's it's less than good it's so fucking good but you know what is good Blake Tanner (laughs) (laughs) okay I'll just talk about merch.loadofpurebs.com while you enjoy that merch.loadofpurebs.com is the website where you can get merch for all your favorite programs from a load of BS to Fight Boys and we've got merch for your favorite JWF superstars Blake Tanner, Scotty Moore, the Hammer Man they all got merch over at merch.loadofpurebs.com and that means Blake, since we're talking about the JWF Hold up, hold up, I sent you an image in Hangouts I and this, am terrified right now. Please. This is the cover picture for a fanfic where you know oh. Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose are gonna fuck. Oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. And it's just the two of them smiling and, like, shaking hands. I like Roman's kind of sassy hand he's got thrown back, like, hey, what's up, y'all? I know what we're about to do. Also, Blake, I'd like to argue that the Dean, Dean Ambrose looks like an edgy version of you during college. <laughs> like, one day you were like, hey, maybe tank tops are a thing. I, I never wore tank tops, thank you. Yeah, I know, that's why the edge took over. From you, too. Um, but and like I a, never had an earring, yeah. like Dean Ambrose does no, in this you- picture. <laughs> The Edge took over, you went to the local Journeys at the mall, got your ear pierced, and then went down to the hot to, hot to pick, and then you bought a fucking shit ton of tank tops. That was before they had Bullet Club t-shirts, so yeah, yeah that checks out. Yeah, um, but it's now time, Blake, for us to shut the hell up and give the reins 
the Roman Reigns over to two of the greatest commentators on the planet, Captain Tibbs and Silver Spoon, for another episode of JWF Monday Night War. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to JWF Monday Night War. I am your host, Silver Spoon, joined, as always, by the baddest man on the tri-state area. It's Captain Tibbs. I'm Mr. Esteban Basto, Mr. Fantasto, Tibbs. <laughs> All right, Tibbs. And Tibbs, let me tell you something. We are only a few days from going straight to heck. That's right, it's JWF, heck in a sec, coming at you this Sunday. And we've got some absolutely phenomenal matches, Tibbs. We have got the Hammer Man taking, taking on the Dylan in a match for the JWF captain's title. We have the JWF, heck in a sec, fatal four-way, where Blake Tanner is forced to defend his title against Canada Charlie. Hot stuff. Yes, against Canada Charlie. Against a man who earned his spot in last week, AJ Steele. And of course, a man to be determined in our main event of the evening as Scott Moore takes on Felix Ball to make out an absolutely fatal, four, um, fantastic fatal four-way match. Tips, who are you rooting for tonight? I'm rooting for Felix Ball to get his big, round ass caved in. That's right, Tibbs. And of course, in addition to all that, we're going to have another heck in a sec match as Scotty Moore takes on a man I, I thought I'd never seen again. I Tibbs, it it's a man who you locked away. You locked away the demon known as Honeypot, but Honeypot has reemerged to face Scotty this Sunday. What do you think? I think that when you're a jailer with all the keys, it's really beneficial when you hold someone's freedom in your hand, Sills. And that means you can get them to do whatever you want for you. That's right. And Scotty Moore, last week we saw him uh, get powerbombed out of the ring through the announce table. A vicious move from Honeypot. But Scotty Moore doesn't seem that shaken by it because he's in our ring again this week. And I think he's got a message. You know, I like to think that Tibbs thought he would be punishing me last week. That he would be punishing me by forcing me to get into that horrifying, hellacious, heck-in-a-sex structure with that demon. The demon known as Honeypot. But you see, Tibbs, that's exactly, that's exactly what I've wanted all along. A chance to prove myself. A chance to prove to these people that I'm the savior that they deserve. So this Sunday, hey, call it whatever you want. Hell in a cell, heck in a sack. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Because what's actually going to be happening is the literal apocalypse. The rapture will come upon the entire JWF universe and I, like Michael, the sword of retribution, will come down upon the demon honeypot and save each and every one of you from him and you will be bowing by the end of the night because you see that's my job i am the savior of the jwf you see the moment i defeated momoa curry at summerfest i realized that everything anything is possible because here's the thing ladies and gentlemen i'll admit it i was afraid to fight momoa curry i was afraid to get into the ring with that god that, that man who I've seen decimate 
person after person, that man who held the JWF title longer than anyone ever has. But then I realized that I have nothing to fear in this ring. For Momoa Curry was just a false idol and I am the true god of the JWF and I'm the man to save each and every one of you. And see, that's why Honeypot, he doesn't scare me. Your little demon, Tibbs, he doesn't scare me because it's my job to push through whatever fear you throw my way. It's my job to fight through whatever comes my way to make this company better rebuild it in my image and that's why at heck in a sec I will defeat Honeypot by any means necessary I will climb to the top of the cell climb to Mount Olympus and I will toss him from the mount and send him down to hell where he belongs because he he's just a demon a puppet of Captain Tibbs and I I'm a god so at heck in a sec, I'm going to prove to every one of you, especially that old man in that chair over there, why I am the savior and why Honeypot is just a... Right. Oh my God, Tim's fire bursting from the ring post. Was that Honeypot's voice? Where the... What the hell? Scotty Moore looking terrified in the middle of the ring, but I, I don't see Honeypot. What's going on, Tim's? Exactly what Honeypot wants. That's right, and Scotty Moore just looking around, but wait! Oh my god, Honeypot, Honeypot actually ripping apart the ring apron coming from underneath the ring! What, what in the world's going on? Honeypot, Honeypot looks like he's actually burst forth from hell itself, and Scotty Moore, despite whatever he just said, he looks terrified, Tibbs! That's an expensive ring! That's right, and the infamous one looking stunned as Honeypot making his way out of that, that hole to hell, and he's got Scotty by the throat! He's actually grabbed Scotty Moore by the throat, and he's picked him up for a... Oh my god! Oh my god, Tibbs! He's sent Scotty Moore straight to hell with a huge choke slam! Tibbs, this is horrifying! <laughs> when you come into the JWF, you're already dead! That's right, Tibbs, and now we've got ring crew out here trying to repair the apron as Honeypot leaves, looking very, very pleased with himself. And I guess right now, Tibbs, I guess we should move on to talk about the JWF captain's title. Don't worry, Sills, he'll be fine. That's right, Tibbs. Well, here's hoping he'll be fine before heck in a sec. And, of course, another person we're hoping is fine before heck in a sec is the Hammerman, who, of course, last week was attacked by Scotty Moore before he came out here to speak. And we've heard a lot about the honey, about uh, the Hammerman recently, haven't we, Tibbs? We have, and it's been disrespectful, sla disrespectful slander, all of it, probably. That's right. The Dylan, of course, accusing uh, the Hammerman of actually being Travis Clouds, the man who uh, a little less than a year ago was kicked out of the JWF alongside his brothers Griffin and Justin, uh, never... To return, but uh, Tibbs, I honestly, if if the Hammer Man truly is Travis Clouds, I think Travis Clouds would seem a changed man. Well, I don't want to believe in hypotheticals at the moment, Sills, but if it were, then I might be all right with welcoming him back. That's right, Tibbs. So here's hoping that the Hammer Man can defend his spot at the heck in a sec pay-per-view where he takes on the Dylan once again for that JWF captain's title. Let me tell you something. 
whether it's Travis, whether it is another individual underneath that mask, that match may prove the Hammerman's ascension to the top as the captain's champion. But of course, Tibbs, another great championship match we're going to be having this Sunday is the fatal four-way heck in a sec match where Blake Tanner defends his title against Canada Charlie, uh, AJ Steele, and of course, a man who's going to be determined in our main event as Felix Ball takes on Scott Moore, two massive men, two beasts in that ring. Let me tell you something, it's going to be a colliding, a colliding of spirits in that ring, Tibbs. Oh, definitely, Sills. I hope that we have the most very fatal four-way match yet. That's right. And, of course, we've got Scott Moore backstage with one of our top interviews to talk about this potential opportunity to become a number one contender. Let's have a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, Don, the Don McDonald here with Scott Moore. Now, Scott, in just a few minutes, you're going to be heading out to that ring to earn your spot in the heck in a sec fatal four-way for the JWF Championship, and you're going to be facing a, a very vicious competitor in the form of Felix Ball, a veteran of the business. Do you have a plan for when you get out there? Well, honeypot, let me be honest with you. I've never gotten to fight for that championship. I've never gotten to fight for it a pay-per-view hell i don't think i've even gotten a chance to fight for it on jwf or i'm a former mr cash in the bag and even with that briefcase i never got to cash it in you see i'm a veteran of this business and i've yet to get that shot that you and i both know i deserve and it's with that little chip on my shoulder that i'm gonna go out and fight tonight it's with that chip on my shoulder that i'm gonna lift felix ball Damned his size, I don't give a damn, high into the air and slam him down onto his spine with a big pop of power bomb. And it's that chip on my shoulder that's going to help me win the JWF Championship this Sunday. Because I respect Blake Tanner, I really do. But that man has held that title for far too long. It has gotten to his head and it's caused him to go a little power crazy and I don't want to see that man become a villain like that title did to Momoa Curry like that title did to many men before him which is why somebody needs to come out and show him what it means to be humble someone needs to teach him a lesson and that person is gonna be oh my god Tibbs from out of nowhere, Canada, Charlie assaulting Scott Moore, the Canadian one, laying out the big papa with a huge clothesline. Uh, Tibbs, this is a horrifying attack. Just attacking a man from behind it. Wait, did Scott Moore call Don McDonald honeypots? Well, who knows? He hasn't been here for a while, so he might be a little bit confused. But it looks like Charlie... Oh, wait! Scott Moore actually trying to fight back, shoving Charlie into the concrete wall. Scott raining fists down, and now, oh my god, he's actually picked him up. Picking him up for the big Papa power bomb. but wait a minute. Charlie actually reversing into a Hurricane Rana, sending Scott skull first into production boxes. Tibbs, this is horrifying. I mean, Scott Moore, uh, Scott Moore looks like he's got a concussion after that. Oh, that was painful. That's right, but it looks like, looks like Charlie... Charlie's actually not done. He's actually grabbed a steel chair and he's positioned it under Scott's body. And oh my God, he's setting up for it, Tibbs. He's setting up for that vicious, oh my God, Canadian DDT onto the steel chair, slamming the skull of Scott down onto that unforgiving metal object. And Scott looks like he's unmoving, Tibbs. 
That man's bones were already replaced once, damn it. That's right, this is horrifying, and security trying to shoo Charlie away, but the damage already seems to be done, Tibbs, and medical staff tending to scout more. I don't know what's going to happen. What's happened to the main event? Hmm. Well, I guess we'll just have to see, won't we? That's right. I mean, who knows? Maybe Felix Ball's going to get a bye. Maybe he's going to go immediately into that match, and that's going to be a horrifying scenario for Blake Tanner to have both Canada Charlie and his mentor, Felix Ball, in there with him. Don't worry, Sills. I've got an idea. That's I'll be right. right back. All right. Well, it looks like Tibbs is gone with us, but Felix Ball actually making his way out to the ring right now, and he looks... He actually looks pretty happy with himself and Candidate Charlie walking by his side. I guess we gotta hear what he's gotta say. Oh no! Well, looks like my opponent for the evening seems to be a little disposed as of right now. I'm not sure exactly what happened back there. His interview was going fine and then, ah, the screen went all fuzzy. I wasn't able to see, but afterwards it looked like Scott Moore got, got a bit injured. Or maybe Scott Moore is just too afraid to fight me. I don't know. What do you think, Charlie? You know, I, I'd certainly say it was that. I mean, uh, after all, you are the greatest professional wrestler in history. You're the, di you're, the di you're the densest man on the planet, Felix Ball. I know I certainly wouldn't want to fight you, especially after what happened earlier. Oh, that's right, Charlie. You wouldn't want to come out here and accidentally bump your head again, would you, Scott? Cause that might be not that might be an accident you you might not come back from. Might be something that forces a man to retire and never get into the squared circle again, and I know that's not something you want. So you've certainly made the right decision tonight, but that leads to a big old problem for old ball here. Seems the wrecking ball doesn't have an opponent tonight. Well, I guess that means old Tibbs is gonna have to put me in that heck in a sec by forfeit. What do you say, Tibbs? You think the Wrecking Ball deserves to be new champion? Hey, what? you know what? Why don't you just let me in that? Oh my god, Tibbs, is that, is that the music I think it is? Is that, is that the music of the former JXT champion himself, Sam the Beer Man Adams, and all coming out to the ring like a house of fire pouncing on ball with that big Luthez press? Tibbs, this is amazing! <laughs> I went and got him from the back. I knew I needed something, something heavy, something to take out Felix Ball. That's right, beating down the wrecking ball is uh, Sam Adams, but wait! Canada Charlie trying to get involved, trying to pry the beer man off of Felix, but wait! A huge sobriety test, that vicious stunner for his trouble, sending Charlie rolling out of the ring. Wait, Hold on, give me a mic. Tips, where are you going? <laughs> Well, Ball, I'd say you certainly do have an opponent for tonight. And his name is Sam the Beer Man Adams. Get a ref down here. Oh, it looks like a referee running out to the ring. I guess this is now an official match we're having right now, ladies and gentlemen. And it looks like Ball trying to go in for some early offense, but I think that early assault from Sam Adams has definitely get, given him an advantage. As Sam, ooh, Big Lariato clotheslining ball into the corner. And now Sam stomping a big keg into that belly of Felix Ball. And Felix Ball is not looking good, Tibbs. 
Nope. You see, Sam Adams, he has a vested interest in defeating Felix Ball tonight. That's right. Of course, we do know uh, a few months ago, Sam Adams had an opportunity to debut on the roster, but was defeated. Defeated in hellacious uh, form by Felix Ball. Felix Ball stole him an opportunity to debut on the roster, so we know he doesn't feel good about that. And, oh, showing off that negative feeling with a huge knee strike. And now it looks like the beer man isn't done picking up Felix, popping him on the top rope. Looks like he's going for one of them signature superplexes. Tibbs, I think that could end the match. I hope so, Sills. I hope so. Oh, but unfortunately, it looks like Canada Charlie back to his feet, bouncing onto the top rope, trying to distract the beer man. But wait! It's the music! We hear the music of the JWF champion, Blake Tanner! And it looks like the bee running down to the ring to take on Charlie, trying to make sure that even the odds, Tibbs. And now it's allowing Sam to get that arm locked around. But wait! Ball slipping out at the last moment and a huge running powerbomb in the middle of the ring from Felix Ball going oh. for the pin on the beer man. One, two, oh, and a kick out at two from the beer man, Sam Adams. Oh, but now it looks like Ball climbing to the top rope, prepping for that big spinning dive known as the wrecking ball. But wait, before he can land it, Sam getting the knees up, the spine of Felix Ball crashing against those knees. That cannot feel good, Tibbs. Oh, all that poundage. That's right, Felix grabbing at his stomach in pain, but I don't think it's going to stop there as Sam... Oh, sobriety test! A big sobriety test on, on uh, Felix Ball in the middle of the ring. The huge stunner putting Felix on his back and the beer man going for the pin. One, two, three! And the crowd goes wild because it looks like Sam Adams is going to heck in a seven. Tibbs, can you imagine it debuting on the roster instantaneously, getting put into a match for the JWF Championship? This is amazing. Ah, raise a glass to the beer man. That's right, the JXT Champion celebrating in fantastic fashion, and it looks like Blake Tanner actually coming into the ring to celebrate. Beer's getting tossed in. It's a beer bash, Tibbs. Everybody's getting down in this town. I love it. I love beer. That's right. And now it looks like Blake Tanner with a show of respect for his future opponent holding Sam Adams high. But wait! Sam with a huge sobriety test putting Blake Tanner on his back. Huge assault. I mean, let me tell you something. I don't think Sam has forgotten who he's going to be facing this Sunday. And he has shown Blake Tanner just how dangerous one sobriety test can be, Tibbs. Oh, yeah. I didn't really see how that's necessary, but that's fine. Just give me another beer. That's right. Sam Adams climbing to the top rope. Got two beers in his hand. Clashing them together. Chugging those beers is the beer man, Sam Adams. And Tibbs, let me tell you something. We now have a phenomenal card for heck in a sec. We now know the fourth member of the Fatal 4-Way as Canada Charlie, Blake Tanner, AJ Steele, and the beer man, Sam Adams, are going to fight in the heck in a sec structure to see who's gonna come out on the other side as JWF champion. We are gonna have the Hammerman taking on the Dylan for not just the captain's championship, but also for his pride. And then finally, after that earlier match, I think we might be just seeing the destruction of Scotty Moore as Honeypot battles the infamous one in that heck in a sec, sec cage. Tibbs, what are, which one are you excited for? I mean, it's hard for me to pick. All of themselves, 
this Sunday, I'm going to be building the only wall that I care about, and that's around these superstars. That's right, Tibbs. So make sure to turn it, tune into the official BS Network YouTube channel for heck in a sec and to see what's going to happen with these superstars next time. So, Blake Tanner, what did you learn this week, buddy? I learned that the only creative force behind Dustwatch is just Dylan. It's, and we literally can't do it without him. It's literally... And I learned that Felix Ball sounds kind of Irish sometimes. I was just... Felix like, Ball was very Irish. I mean, it's almost as if, um, you know... I mean, I hate to part the kimono, the break kayfabe, but, you know... Perhaps the actor portraying Felix Ball doesn't know what a fucking Canadian accent is. And oh, it, you mean that the actor portraying Felix, unlike the actor portraying Canada Charlie, didn't have to do an entire vocal exercise in college based on a Canadian accent? Oh, yes, exactly. Uh, so, uh, Dylan can be found on Twitter at SexyChuckyT. Blake, where can they find you? And Blake A. Tanner on Twitter at the Darkroom Video on YouTube for video game videos, videos. And r- not watching wrestling again for another week. And you can find me in the sweat box, or as I call it, my bedroom, because we still have no AC and I am dripping at this point. It is pouring off of me. And if you want to talk about that, find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo, S E O T C Y E M O, or buy all my books on Amazon, the Queasel Corp trilogy, BS versus the Gods. It's all there for you to enjoy, ladies and gentlemen. And then, of course, make sure to, uh, if you want to support us, you can over at merch.load of pure BS or the Patreon, patreon.com slash a load of B. S or if you want, you can go to uh, audibletrial.com slash BS Network, get a free 30-day trial of Audible, get a, a wrestling audiobook if you want, or get one of mine, Quizzle Corp, Quizzle Corp Risen, and I'm finally finishing BS versus the Gods, so that should be up there as well. They're all narrated by me, so if you like hearing my voice, maybe not post JWF, Scotty. No one wants to hear that. Make sure to go to audibletrial.com slash BS Network. And- you know, you can get um, something off of my long list of books. And that's Blake's long list of books, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So check that out and check out all the other shows at a load of pure BS dot com. And of course, make sure to rate, comment, subscribe, do all of that. Subscribing is the best. It's an instant. Ta- it's a little bit of a feed of fight, boys. Straight into your phone every single week. And then, of course, rate us. Tell us what you like about the show. Tell us what you don't. We'll change it. We'll get rid of it. We we need feedback. So give us feedback more. Feedback more. And as always, you can find us at a load of purebs.com. Step up to the merch table at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Find us on Facebook, donate to the Patreon, subscribe on YouTube, and remember to follow us on Twitter at Fight Boys Show Chuck Taylor, because when you're a fight boy, you're a fight boy for life!